Hey friends, what is up? My name is Anna Claire and I have my friend Renee back on here today. Renee, say hi. Hey guys. <laughs> and also, I just learned a really fun fact from Renee and I really want her to share it with you because I am just mind blown right now. So apparently now Georgia, my home state, has decided that we are not going to practice the um, historic event of time change anymore. So as of, I think it's next weekend, we will now be on central time. I have no idea why we're doing this when the rest of the Eastern um, countryside is not, but <laughs> the Eastern coast, the Eastern coast is not doing this, but we will, I'll let you know how it goes. <laughs> okay, great. Wow, that is, that's awesome. We're gonna be in the same time zone. Georgia and Alabama, but that's probably going to cause a little bit of confusion, I would say. I I see like planes crashing. I don't know. (laughs) I just don't know how this is going to go. But anyway, that is just a fun little tidbit. But today we are going to talk about the Equality Act um, and why it matters. And it's a beautiful day outside. I'm kind of in weekend mode and this is a really heavy topic. It's something that is being very highly debated right now as it is going through the house and the Senate up in DC. And so I kind of just want to go play outside, but at the same time, this is something that I want us to leave this few minutes, um, together having just some motivation to to do more research and to learn um how we should interact with this as individuals and as christians um so yeah we're not going to tell you what to think but we hope that you are motivated to figure out what you think and that is our goal for today and so yeah why um why don't we go ahead and start with just some history renee i know you've done some research so you just kind of tell us you know, I know we started kind of back with the civil rights movement with this with this piece of legislation. And so will you just kind of start there and tell us how we got here? Okay, well, first off, what's crazy about this piece of legislation is that it'll affect, if it is passed, it'll affect multiple pieces of civil rights and um, equal opportunity acts as well. So the Equality Act, the current one in 2021, would actually amend the 1964 Civil Rights Act, the Fair Housing Act, the Equal Credit Opportunity Act, and the um, Jury Selection and Services Act to explicitly prevent discrimination based on sexual orientation and gender identity. And now this bill has been introduced multiple times in Congress and was even previously passed in the House of Representatives in 2019, but this view is now, this bill is now being viewed in a different perspective than in previous years because of a really important and pivotal Supreme Court case of last year. Now in June of 2020, the Supreme Court ruled in a court case called Bostock versus Clayton County that um, the protections guaranteed by the 1964 Civil Rights Act on the basis of sex also extended to discrimination against lesbian, gay, and transgender Americans. 
And so um, an important part of doing this is what will happen is if this bill is passed, it'll take anywhere in these bills where it says sex and it will insert um, and say sexual orientation or gender identity. So in the 1964 Civil Rights Act, um, one of the passages in the bill says, all persons shall be entitled to the full and equal enjoyment of the goods, services, facilities, privileges, advantages, and accommodations of any place of public accommodation as defined in the section without discrimination or segregation on the ground of race, color, religion, sex, and then it would insert the sexual orientation or gender identity, end quote, of national origin. Um, and so there are key area, two key areas of civil rights law that do not currently prohibit sexual discrimination and they're not, therefore, are therefore not covered by the um, original Bostock versus Clayton County ruling. And these two areas of civil rights law include all federally funded um, programs and public space spaces and services. So um, this could cover things like retail stores, small businesses, stadiums, and grocery stores. As of now, in, on February 18th of this year, 2021, the current bill was introduced in the House of Representatives by um, Representative David Cicilline. And in February 25th, 2021, the final vote, it was passed in the House of Representatives with a, a vote of two, uh, 224 to 206, and three Republicans voted in support with the Democrats um, to get those numbers up. And it is currently being waited on to vote in the Senate. Yeah, one thing that I think is, is good to point out from where we stand today is that, you know, we're questioning, is this going to pass in the, in the Senate? And one thing that you might hear, just this is just kind of a prediction. Um, I think that there could be something called a filibuster, which is basically whenever opponents of the bill talk and talk and talk and talk and talk and like stall the Senate vote, um, not allowing for a vote um, until the end of their session. And so like filibusters have literally lasted like over like I think almost 24 hours before I should look up what the longest one was but like the person has to keep talking and and the guy literally like the senator literally read out of the dictionary like to keep talking and keep stalling and so this could happen and in that case if some republicans do try to stall against this bill then there would be a two-thirds vote required to end the filibuster which is something called a cloture and that is the, the way that it would continue to the president's desk. So if you hear that big word, that's what that means. I could see it happening. And then in that case, if it had to be a two thirds vote, um, a lot more, like 10 more Republicans who, who we don't know what they'll, what they'll vote, they would have to vote in favor for it to pass. So yeah, so let's just talk about why people care so much like on both sides why is this so important why is this something that people are so passionate about and maybe let's just start with kind of the left and like maybe lgbtq activists things like that yeah i think that's a great place to start ac so the purpose of this act of this act is to prohibit discrimination on the basis of sex gender identity and sexual orientation and so the main 
theme and idea of this bill is that your sexual orientation um, is equal to the sex that someone has at birth. So it's wanting to make sure that people who identify a certain way sexually have um, are treated as the same as um, people who have I identify with um, the sex they have at birth. And so um, the the fight for this is that um, the people in the LGBTQ uh, community commonly face um, discrimination in securing access to public accommodations, including things in restaurants, senior centers, stores, places of uh, places that provide entertainment, healthcare, shelters, government offices, the list goes on and on, including adoption and foster care. And so forms of these discrimination include just straight up exclusion or denial of entry, unequal or unfair treatment, harassment, violence. And so this, um, this discrimination prevents the full participation um, of these people in society. And this is the main argument behind this bill being passed. Yeah, and that's straight from the bill. Like that is in the section of the Equality Act that is like reasons and evidence. Um, so that's, that's really straight from their purpose. Okay, so another important fact is that um, housing discrimination is very prevalent in the LGBTQ community and actually one in five transgender uh, people experience homelessness in their lifetime. Yeah. Yeah. So I think this really requires a lot of compassion. I, I've, you know, it's the kind of situations where that I've probably never experienced, you know, and I just, I'm trying to put myself in the shoes of someone who's been denied entry somewhere, has been denied a lease, who has um, been outrightly discriminated against. And I think there's there's really, you know, worthy grounds for this act. I think we, we were talking about a hypo, hypothetical situation earlier. Do you want to share? Uh, yes, we were, we were talking about, let's say I went out to eat with a group of friends. And let's say one of my friends in the group was actually gay. And somehow the establishment knew him or her, knew, knew the scenario and either said something really hateful or said, okay, y'all can't eat here. I just, I would think to myself like, wow, like is that a representation that um, we wanna have in America, this um, just like hateful environment and hateful speech. And it made me, it makes someone just really reflect like just being there and experiencing that would be terrible. But then like, we can't even like put our, our our head in those person's shoes of if um, they're denied entry or any of these things. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and I, I know this, I know these things happen. Like maybe I don't see them, but I mean, homelessness and housing discrimination are really, really serious issues. Um, and so that is kind of the grounds that leaders like um, David Sicilian, he is the one who's brought it to the floor the, in the House of Representatives. And, and this is something that, that really is a problem in the United States. And so this, this Equality Act, I think, you know, really does encourage the kind of love and acceptance and treatment of neighbors that the Bible endorses and commands from us as Christians. 
And I think that's super important to acknowledge. Like this is what we are called to is to love people. And, and so that is, that is kind of the purpose and why this is happening and why people care so much is because they've had really harmful experiences. Um, and they want to stand up for people who have also had really harmful experiences based on discrimination. Now on the right side and people who are, people who are opposing this act in in the Senate and people who oppose it in the House of Representatives um, are mostly Republican. And I just, I'm going to highlight a few of their kind of concerns so that we can see both sides. Um, I think, I think from a Christian perspective, like we're not really going to dive into this, but the real, the real discussion here. And I think the real disagreement here is like a moral one of are men and women distinct? Um, that question of is sexual orientation something that, which is something that I can choose and decide, is it the same as my biological sex and should it be treated the exact same way? So that's kind of the core question here. But I think what is really concerning people on the right and what I'm hearing a lot of is that they are they're concerned about a few things they're concerned about religious freedom they're concerned about um, what kids are going to be taught in schools and they're concerned about um, just like the protections of of people of faith and so some like I would say that people on the right are saying that no like sexual orientation is not actually your sex like it shouldn't be yeah, it, it shouldn't be on that list of um, attributes of a person in the Civil Rights Act. So without the discrimination or segregation on the ground of race, color, religion, or national origin, or sex, they don't think that sexual orientation should be on that list because they it's a moral issue. It's something that different groups, different religions morally disagree on, but something like race isn't something that people can can morally really disagree on. Like it is biological and so I think a lot of these other things seem pretty immovable but people on the right are saying this thing is a choice and it's something that some of us like morally don't believe in and so we shouldn't be like prosecuted under the law if we outrightly don't don't agree um and so then we kind of get into some of the legal implications which, you know, could, could end up being like, say a doctor is a Christian, um, who has a certain view on gender, who thinks gender is binary because of God's design and they don't want to perform, um, transitional therapy for someone who wants to become transgender. They could be sued and they could be prosecuted under the law. Um, same with a doctor who doesn't want to perform an abortion um in this in this bill a pregnancy is actually referred to as a medical condition and so kind of the same way that like um kind of the same way that gender identity is being equated to something like race um pregnancy is being equated to something that's like a life-threatening illness and so a doctor is not able to refuse, um, something that he or she disagrees with under this law. 
Um, same thing goes for like a church not wanting to hire someone who is transgender or um, perform a same-sex wedding. They are now, now that this, this caveat of sexual orientation or gender identity has been added to these protections, them choosing to not perform that same-sex wedding is like the same under the law as them not performing an interracial wedding. And so this is where we see it gets really complicated in all of these little different scenarios that have to do mostly with people of faith. Um, another big concern is that this, this act champions non-discrimination being taught in schools, um, which is awesome. Like non-discrimination, that sounds really good. Equality sounds really good. Um, but this would be something that would kind of break down the way that science has been traditionally taught in regard to gender. And a lot of people are really concerned about that um, and the effects that it could have on like our kids' lives one day. Um, you know, just like psych psychologists have been concerned with kind of what the outcomes of that would be in a child's psychology. So those are some concerns just like potential consequences for churches, for doctors, for, for clinics, like a Catholic hospital, different faith-based public accommodations um, are now not able to put their beliefs into action if this act is passed. Um, and so a lot of people on the right are, are kind of saying like really, really bold things like, no, this is actually the Inequality Act because it's not giving it's like taking away religious freedom in a sense and so that's a little bit of what we're seeing from both sides um there are very strong arguments on both sides and you know even if we look back to the civil rights act religion like is something that is included in that same list that should not be discriminated against and so it's just interesting because you could frame it from different ways and and it kind of seems like everybody can't win so with this with this kind of caveat of sexual orientation or gender identity being added as synonymous with sex in any of these laws like Renee said there's really just kind of um there might be a lot of collateral that we can't even see from right now but of course we do want people to be protected against this kind of discrimination. So anyway, that is pretty much what's going on on the right. What else, what else have you been thinking about Renee and what else have you heard from, from maybe a Christian perspective? Um, another thing that people are a little concerned about is the fact that it raises concerns um, in women's sports and um, this is saying that an individual could not be denied access to a restroom, a locker room, or dressing room based on their gender identity. So this is raising almost a, raising a red flag for are these places, if this bill is passed, will these places still be a safe place for women or children or whoever to get dressed and um, do personal things in? Or will this take away from the privacy of a locker room or the privacy of a dressing room. Oh, and also another thing is that, so there's this thing called the Religious Freedom Restoration Act, the RFRA, if you see it, 
being referred to, and this was passed in 1993, and it actually sets a bar for the government to defend laws if people argue that these laws are infringed upon by their religious freedom. So the people can come to the government and say, please protect us because these laws are being are infringing on our religious freedoms. Now, if the Equality Act is passed, then a citizen, the Equality Act says that a citizen or business cannot challenge, cannot use the RFRA to challenge the Act's provisions or use the RFRA as a defense made under the Act. So that's just another, I know it's more legal jargon, but it is interesting how um, on the right, there's concern that this bill may change um, the future of how um, religious law is um, is protected in America. Yeah, I think it specifically said religious exceptions do not apply. And so, you know, in these, I think religious exceptions that I can think of would maybe be like in the hiring process um, in, you know, maybe like I go to a Christian school and it's a private university, but the kind of protections and freedoms that they have right now to hire people who are like-minded or hire people who are of a certain faith, like might not be protected. And so, yeah, yeah, that's, that's definitely, that was passed in 1993 and they're saying that wouldn't apply anymore. So, yeah. And I think with the locker room thing, like bad things are always going to happen. Um, so I don't want to like put that accusation on the transgender community that like, you know, more of like the things that we, I don't know, more rape, more violence, more unsafe things um, would happen with this. Like, I think that's kind of an unfair assumption, but it definitely changes so much about um, just growing up and getting to choose your identity for yourself, getting to choose your sex for yourself and um, puts medical providers and families in an interesting situation as this just becomes more prevalent and common. And so um, it definitely could apply to sports. We're just gonna have to see what happens. Um, and yeah, so I know it's, I know it's a lot. It's kind of um, hard to sort through and we've honestly been sitting here talking for a while, just like, you know, how do we sum up something that we really don't even know what the full implications will be, but we just kind of wanted to fill y'all in on what's going on in Congress, because this is definitely something that would affect our lives one way or another. Um, if it does pass, it would change a lot of things. If it doesn't, then maybe there's another way that we can find to make sure that our brothers and sisters, friends in the LGBTQ plus community get the protections that they they have and deserve under the constitution, but um, maybe don't threaten some of our other religious freedoms as much. So I'm hoping that there is gonna be some kind of, mm, um, I don't know, amendment, amending being done or maybe some kind of compromise. I don't know how realistic that is, but um, we just hope that you will consider for yourself which pieces of this bill are supportive or against your faith and use scripture to sort through that and then how to find a balance between love and conviction between um, acceptance and then also the freedom to disagree so we are so thankful for y'all and so glad that you joined us um, thank you so much renee and we will see y'all next time on q a bye
Bye, all.